On today's episode, we have a new segment called Diz Kids, and today we are sharing our top five tips for navigating the parks with young children. This is episode 76 of the Capture the Magic podcast. You can catch new episodes on this podcast channel every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. You can find us on ctmpodcast.com and sign up for our newsletter and could win a free t-shirt. Or you can text ctmpodcast to 44222 to sign up as well. Don't forget to follow us on social media and catch us on our YouTube channel. This episode is brought to you by Capture the Magic Vacations. If you are currently planning or thinking about taking a vacation to Disney World, then you should definitely check out Capture the Magic Vacations. They specialize in Disney World and Universal Studios vacation planning and can help you save time, money, and take care of all the booking for those must-do experiences for your trip. And if you are interested in becoming a travel agent, they are currently looking to expand their team. So head on over to CaptureTheMagicVacations.com backslash magic and see how they can help you plan a great trip. So welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Jared, and sitting next to me, as always, is my lovely wife, Jamie. So Jamie, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, Jared? Uh, I can't complain too much, I don't think. That's that's always nice. Yeah, I had a migraine earlier, but I think it's gone. Or it's I, leaving, so. I also had a headache, but it's for a stupid reason, and I don't want to say why. It is? Kind of. Okay, so I got really sad. I was watching A League of Their Own. Oh, geez. And I got really sad whenever um, the part where they come in and they tell um, Betty Spaghetti that her husband is, has died in the war. I got really sad. So every time I cry, I get a headache. And that's that's so why I had a headache. Self-imposed cry. Yeah. Oh. But that's but yeah, so I'm okay now. I'm fine now. Thanks for asking. I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> okay. You know one thing I don't like about that movie? What's that? Because I've seen that movie multiple times because I watched it as a kid uh, for me too. Yes. whatever reason. A lot. I don't remember why exactly, but um at the end, she lets her sister win. That's ridiculous. Oh my. I think she did it because her sister loved baseball more than she did. And she knew that there was no future. There's no reason to ever let anybody just win. I mean. No, Jared. Just, uh, (laughs) it's against my religion. Apparently. Apparently. Well, anyway. Sorry, I didn't go on a tangent. You mentioned that movie. I'm sorry it was upsetting to you. It's a great movie, though. I'll watch it again and I'll cry again. It's fine. I don't know why you do this to yourself, but okay. Because I'm a lady. I know. All right. (laughs) We actually did get to see Black Panther today. Yes, we did. Yeah. So that happened. So the projector didn't break. So that happened. It was was working this time. If you remember from a different show, we said that we tried to do this a couple weeks ago and... The projector wasn't working. We got free tickets out of it and some, we got comped our food. Yeah. So today so, actually didn't really cost yeah. us any money to go see it. So that was good. That was awesome. I don't think we'll do a review on it more than likely at this point. It's been a long time since it came out. Probably not. We might do it on Diz Dudes or something. Maybe. Diz Dudes. I got to say it like that. Every time you say Diz Dudes, I got to say Diz Dudes. You really don't, but if to. you think you have to, then have just to. go for it. My so. brain like won't let me not. So Fair enough. So, <laughs> all right. So today's show is something new that we're calling Diz Kids. And this came up because we did a vlog about this on our last trip. And we had quite a few people message us and email us asking us or basically saying this is a topic that they had a lot of questions about. About children. and Right. right? And, yeah. and we've been actually inundated with a lot of people, either private messaging or, you know, email or whatever, talking about this. So we feel like this is something that we should put as well on the podcast. 
So that's what we're doing. So, well, and and to to extend that a little bit more, we have a lot of requests from families that go to Disney. That there's a lot of vloggers out there that not necessarily have children. Yeah, um, they're just more or less they're like singles or they're couples, and there are a few, and there are a few like really good ones that are a family or they have children or one child, child or whatever. But there's not a ton, so well, we feel like we can we can speak to this right and like really small children. Yeah, like under three years old. Yeah, so and that can a be a completely those. different experience when you're like today's topic, navigating the parks with you know little ones under you know two years old or three years old. So that's kind of what mm-hmm. today's topic is going to be. So there's probably an ongoing segment we do periodically as maybe once a month we learn new things because we yeah. don't have all the answers, but we learn as we, we have, make mistakes. We have so. every single answer there's ever been. I thought that was me that's supposed to have that. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to bring me down and say, I don't. I really wanted to be the first one to get it in there. And gotcha. You bring me down. All right. I'll humble <laughs> okay. you, I suppose. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So today's topic is going to be. Uh, our top five tips for just navigating the parks with little kids and yeah. some stuff that we've figured out the hard way and some stuff that, you know, we'll, we'll go into it a little bit, but just some stuff that we figured out. So, yep. um, yeah, so this would be some stuff you can shoot. Keep in mind when you're planning your trip and when you're in the parks, especially, but this can encompass ages, uh, about one to probably about 10 years old in some cases, just depends on your child. And honestly, a lot of these could apply to adults, mm-hmm. me included. Yep. So, so really everybody, but mostly children. Yeah. So we'll just go. We've got these number one to number five. So the first one we have here is uh, stick to your child's normal schedule, at least as much as possible. Kids are a um, creature. They're like creatures of habits. They're like they like routine. If you stick with the same kind of routine while you're on vacation, you can avoid a lot of meltdowns. You know, um, keep, you know, snack time the same time. You know, keep their naps if you can on the same, like, time schedule. Um, try and wake up at the same time. Try and eat at the yeah. same time. Try and, like, just yeah. try and keep those, I guess I would call them bedrocks. Yeah. And I know with our daughter, on the days, you know, we got really busy and we didn't do that, we did notice... Oh man, she tends to melt down. Yeah. You know, and so when yeah. we were able to even somewhat keep those times pretty similar, she did a lot better. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so, you know, it just makes sense to try your best. And obviously, you're not going to be able to replicate at home or whatever they're used to. Like all the time. Right. right. But, you know, as much as you can on your trip. Yeah. And that being said, oh. even for yourself, because, well, yeah. Vacationing I mean- <laughs> is, can be difficult when you completely change your, your, daily routine exactly especially jared yeah (laughs) i've learned to be a a more of a i fought the i guess you would say the routine thing but i've learned that i need routine a lot he needs it so but everybody does really if you're if you're really thinking about it there's not one person in ever that's been like you know i'm just gonna fly by the seat of my pants and everything's gonna work out okay yeah you need a little bit of a a daily it tends to help a little bit yeah so yes uh, tip number two is to pack snacks in your bag and then have backup snacks for those bags or <laughs> those bags or those snacks. Backup snacks. Backup snacks for yep. the snacks. Yeah. Um, when we did our last trip, I thought I packed enough. Um, my, uh, our daughter likes those Belvita soft baked snack thing. She loves those. So I brought like, I think I brought two boxes, which is there's like five each in there. 
Well, by day four, we ran out. So you can tell how many snacks we ate in the par- in the parks. I had them on hand if she, you know, got a little, even a little bit hungry because meltdowns at Disney are not fun. So just grab, you know, grab them out of your bag and give them a snack. If you're like standing in line or there's kind of a lull in the day, if you're just taking a little break, perfect time for a snack. And like kids, especially at Disney, will get hungry at weird times. Yeah. And also just (laughs) knowing your your kids. So knowing Mm -hmm. that our daughter is a lot like me in that she'll get <laughs> like anytime she gets really upset and jane would be like i don't know why she's mad i'm like she's hungry she's probably hungry and then typically that's because she is hungry so yeah. i don't really get hangry a lot like that's not really something that i dealt with ever but so jared jared knows so if she if he like we're coming to the room and, and she's having a meltdown and, and she's like is she hungry does she need water like we're like oh yeah she's hungry yeah. that's it she's hangry yeah um and it never hurts to yeah. you know and you are out of your routine and so maybe, I mean, it would make sense to like the normal times that like the hunger signals may not be there because they may be distracted. You could be at a, a meet and greet with Mickey Mouse mm-hmm. and they're yep. really excited. So, yep. you know, it, it, they're out of their element as much as you are. It's just mm-hmm. they're not able to really let you know about it as much and Especially adjust as easily. Ones, so right. they don't, I guess they don't have the tools to compensate like adults do or should. So Yeah, right. So, yeah. And so the, the hunger thing can happen at weird times. And, you know, with especially with younger children, they can be very picky about what they eat. So That's if, not true. <laughs> if you rely on buying snacks in the parks, one, you may not find something that they like. And two, you are paying a lot more than what you would have paid at like the grocery store or some off-site location when you, to get your snacks. So you just bring them in the bag yeah. with you. You know, you'll be all set to go. Well, one thing we'll do when we get in, and like last trip, we didn't have a car, but I just took, <clears throat> I took an Uber or Lyft. I think it was a Lyft. Went to Walmart and just got, obviously we didn't get enough, but try and get as many snacks or food or whatever you think you're going to need for how long you're going to be there. And that helps you to, you know, you don't have to rely on the parks. You don't have to, right. you know, you're not paying. I mean, you can go to the general stores they have on, if you're staying on resort. Um, Sometimes they're reasonable. Sometimes they're kind of way overpriced, but it saves you time and yeah it depending on how long you're there uh you could always go back if you have to take a lift i think most places off property if you take a lift to like walmart you're probably talking 15 20 dollars there and back yeah so um if you're staying for like a week week and a half it's definitely worth it than to pay you know the prices on disney property in terms well, of the money you'll you'll save we had a kitchen too that's true we did have a kitchen in. but even then even if you're getting drinks and just food to have the snack on i would say it's probably worth it or you also mm-hmm. have yeah uh amazon now mm-hmm. they'll bring if i think as long as the order is i don't remember the exact amount it's either 20 30 or 40 dollars somewhere in that range um whatever you order they won't charge you a delivery charge but if, say it, if, if it's that amount right well if it's at least that amount right, right but if right, you right. just get like a box of cheez it's and you want it delivered <laughs> They're going to charge you a delivery fee for <laughs> yeah. sitting there, you know. Bringing their person. Right. right. So, but that those are kind of options that, you know, you can help you to have plenty of snacks on hand. Yep. Very good. Uh, the tip number three, and we didn't do this on our last trip for some scheduling reasons, but yeah. typically we do this and we're going to do this on our next trip, which is uh, plan at least a day of rest where you just don't do anything. Yeah. No, like a no park day, a pool day. Even Disney Springs Day, hotel only day, um, kids can get overstimulated 
especially on a Disney vacation. So you need a little bit of a break to kind of decompress. Well, even for adults too. Even for adults. It's good to, you know, you're around crowds all the time. It's kind of good to take a break. And if you're there for more than a week, say you're there for 10 days or 14 days, have multiple of these. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the reason, like on our last trip, it was we were there from Sunday night till Friday. Was that it? Sunday night till Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Thursday hit and our daughter had she, had it. She was done. And part of it was because we did we weren't able to schedule in a rest day, and we kind of wondered we were like we're probably running a chance that she's gonna have like she's gonna be done by later in the week, and it kind of is what happened. So, Mm -hmm. you know, just a day where you're not around the crowds, you're not trying to get fast passes. You're just kind of taking it easy. Yep, Uh, can be good for everybody, including your kids. Right. Not being around all those people because, you know, Disney's really busy, but being around all those people in the parks every day for hours at a time, it can really, it can really weigh on you. And when you get your own space, especially for our daughter, when you get your own space away from everybody, it's just, you know, her and and, and mom and dad or whoever's with us, you know, she, I, I think she can like re recenter <laughs> right <laughs> yes. well and part of this goes into knowing your knowing your kid uh-huh. so our daughter if she gets around a lot of people in loud crowds she sometimes doesn't do as well it's she just gets anxious yeah. yeah and on the night that she melted down i mean she melted down oh it's terrible took her back to the hotel and she was fine mm-hmm. she essentially just wanted to basically be at home with mom and dad yep and so you know it's just kind of knowing your kid as well and mm-hmm. so scheduling around that but yeah exactly and this is also good um especially for longer trips there are some people that you know they'll take you know four or five days at disney that's good there are some especially that come from um out of the like from different country they'll come and stay like two weeks three weeks if you did the parks every single day all day for two weeks you're gonna completely burn out as an adult even yeah but as a child ugh, i don't know if, if it were me if i was scheduling a trip that long i would do maybe like two and one like two days in the parks and then one rest day two days in the parks and one rest day you know what i mean like yeah. i would schedule it like that but that's just that's just me again it goes down to how you're wired and knowing how your kids yep. are wired part of that so yep but yeah rest days in general are good every once in a while uh number four is to find good napping spots in the parks and kind of knowing where those are and planning for them maybe in, in your plan for the day and navigating the parks. Um, this really doesn't apply to older children. I mean, I mean Disney, it could apply to me. Well, yeah. I might want to take a nap at some of these places. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot to do at Disney and it does get overwhelming and you do get tired. So older children, even my, I mean, I take naps at Disney like halfway through the day. So, but while in the parks, when you have a younger child that's in a stroller, easier to just take a quick nap. For our daughter, she she sleeps about 30, 45 minutes at a time. She doesn't sleep any more than that. In the stroller. In the stroller. And she, she likes to sleep with white noise, like a fan or it sounds like rain, her rain machine in her room. So what we did this past time was find good spots in the parks that had rushing water um a couple examples of this magic kingdom the uh, rapunzel's tower that little waterfall 
Yeah, it's next to Haunted Mansion, and sometimes you get a little bit of whoo right by it. It's not that bad. What was that again? <laughs> I was scared. Oh, are you? I was frightened, yeah. <laughs> um, but it the, the water is just loud enough to drown out most of the sound. Sometimes people can be loud walking by, but it's a good spot. Um, Epcot, the imagination fountains that are right next to Journey to Imagination, those are loud, and those are good. And it's good because that ride... Like Journey to Imagination doesn't have a ton of people that want to ride it. Yeah. So the, it typically is fairly mm-hmm. uh, light on foot traffic. Yeah, there's really not. Exactly. Yep. Um, Animal Kingdom, you have those Gorilla Falls, literally a waterfall. This is probably the best spot in all of Disney World in the parks for. Do you think so? I would say it's kids and napping because it's, it's sort of a dead end area. Mm-hmm. And the the wa- there's a waterfall there, and it echoes. And even if kids are being loud nearby, the white noise of the water kind of mm-hmm. drowns that out. Yep. And there's not a lot of foot traffic back there because the only thing you can see is the backside of like the gorilla area of the safari. Mm-hmm. And unless like we were there, you could see a gorilla, and mm-hmm. some people came over. But typically, there's not a lot of people back there. It's so, usually people getting off of uh, Kilimanjaro safaris. Yeah, but it, again, the but the white noise go. and the way it's set up, it almost drowns all that out yeah so i think it's probably the best spot in all the parks yeah. for napping at least and then hollywood studios unfortunately i don't have a good spot for there because they're the only rushing water in the whole park would be the fountain in front of muppets yeah but it's not very loud no it's not it's not good and you've got construction nearby yep yep, yep yeah there's yep. really not any good spots in there i mean you do have the uh, baby centers right you can use the baby centers for for sleeping or whatever you need um, but because of our the nature of our daughter's sleep she's got to have some noise yeah so your your baby or child might be different i don't know but that's just the way ours functions so anyway yeah and disney springs the fountains in front of uh, oh yeah i forgot about disney uh, what is that the Disney store. The world of Disney? Yeah. Those work pretty decent unless it gets really crowded. Mm-hmm. And then people are just... Even though you clearly have a sleeping baby and a stroller, they'll still be they'll jerks and yep. yell and all that stuff. But typically, if it's not too bad, it can be a pretty good spot. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, number five is pretty simple and just don't do too much. Uh, <laughs> a trip... So this is when it comes down to us. A trip when it's just Jamie and I mm-hmm. is very different than it is when we take our daughter. Oh my gosh, it's so different. And when we take our daughter, we're just, we just know we're just not going to do as much. Mm-hmm. Just because I think we've all seen kids in the parks that have been there from rope drop to the fireworks show. Mm-hmm. And it's not a pretty sight. Mm-hmm. And nobody's in yep. a good mood, including the parents, including the kids. Uh, it's, just, it's just doing too much in a day, in our opinion at least. Yep. And this also applies to not taking breaks during the day. Okay. Some people like to function where they go in at, like you saying, like rope drop, rope drop to fireworks and just like 10, 12 hour days for a one or two year old that you're asking for a meltdown. You're asking for where they hit a wall and sometime at like, you know, four or five o'clock and then it's just miserable. I always feel bad for those kids too. Cause you know, they've been in the parks all day. Cause you can hear the parents yeah. talking and it's just, 
And they get I, so frustrated with them. Right. And myself and, as an adult, if I'm in the parks from <laughs> rope drop to fireworks show, I'm not going to be a happy camper. No. So it, it's just you're putting kids in a spot where they're almost just going to end up getting in trouble because, yeah. again, they just don't have the emotional capacity to handle it. And they're just going to get mad and, and, you know, be frustrated and show it in, by getting really upset. So Right. And the way we like to do it was we like to do three or four hours in the morning, like when it, when the park opens you know, take a nap at the hotel and then go back at night for three or four hours. Yeah. Works out great. We miss the, the hottest times of the day and um, the the most the heaviest crowds usually are, are that time too. So, yeah. And this is where it is nice on a couple of our trips. We've taken the grandparents with us and there's sometimes when we do this same schedule nice. and we get there back in the evening and she just isn't having it. And a lot of times the grandparents will, you know, we'll take them back to the hotel. And because, you know, grandparents like to spend time with grandkids. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if, if that's an option to you, that's something too. Because sometimes even if you plan rest and you plan all these things, mm-hmm. um, your kids are just going to change the plans on you. And that's kind yep. of, kind of goes into don't do much is just listen to your kids. Exactly. Be somewhat flexible. Be you flexible, know. man. There's a lot of stuff that on the last trip for sure, when we went in December, um, either one of us didn't get to do or both of us didn't get to do because you know we had i remember one night in particular we were at magic kingdom and we had fast passes for uh mind drain and we're gonna do rider swap because that's what you can do when you have a kid and um aren't she just wasn't having it she was in a really bad mood and we knew and you gotta think too if they're already melting on the parks and you're if you're staying on property like we were you're like okay Mm -hmm. getting back to the hotel is at least probably at least 30 minutes to another hour yeah so you might as well i mean you can push it and then risk a major meltdown or you can see it coming and just think okay let's just cut our losses Mm -hmm. and we just decided to try and ride it uh another day which we were able to but that we we were going to stay for fireworks that night it didn't happen so you know sometimes you know it's the cost of coming with your kids sometimes you just gotta you're not gonna be able to do as much yeah, exactly. Well, that's the, that's the top five. Yeah. Do you have any other ones that you want to mention that maybe we didn't talk about that are honorable mentions? I'm trying to think, though. One thing I can think about, you kind of mentioned this just a few minutes ago, was about transportation. When, you, when you're using Disney transportation, you have to account for the time it takes to yeah. get back to the hotel. Um, if you have a child that is, you know, in meltdown mode or is you know needing to get back to the hotel like right away or you have to account for transportation i mean it depends on where you're staying like if you're staying at the contemporary and you're at magic kingdom Not yeah a big deal. it's like 10 minutes maybe right. <laughs> um you know if you're staying at animal kingdom lodge and you're at magic kingdom a little bit longer well this is something that like most people they underestimate how much time when they're using disney transportation yeah they underestimate how much time it takes up yeah so always, in my opinion, I always overestimate, and mm-hmm. sometimes it's still not taking enough into account. Yeah. Uh, I know when we went December, there were many times when it seemed like we were waiting thirty minutes or longer. And yep. it's just if you're using Disney transportation, it's free, quote unquote free, but the cost you're paying it's is your, your time and waiting for it. Mm-hmm. So you know, work that in if you think. Yeah. Don't try and you know just give yourself ten minutes to get back to the resort. You're gonna need more. Again, it depends on where you're staying, but right. you know if you're staying at a moderate or a uh, a value, 
depending on the park you're at, you're probably talking probably at least longer. 20 or 30 minutes to get back to your hotel. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're yep. talking about getting into your room, you could be looking at 45 minutes. Or if you want to go to Epcot, just stay at beach, beach, the beach club. It takes like two minutes. Right. Yeah. Or boardwalk or whatever. <laughs> or boardwalk, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was one that I was thinking of. Is there any other ones that you want to mention before? Um, um, you know, for us, one thing we like to do is try and do stuff where it gets our daughter out of her stroller. She yes. gets very antsy. Yes. So she'll stay in it for a while, but she loves running around. And so whether it's doing a ride that she can ride or whether it's going... Then there's a couple of play areas in... I know Magic Kingdom, there's one um, not far from uh, Splash Mountain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Most of the parks have little areas. I think Dumbo has one where it's got a little play area for kids. So letting her be able to run around a little bit helps her out. For sure. So again, it's missing your child, but we just know we're not going to be able to keep her in her stroller for like four hours straight. She would kill us. She would get really, <laughs> really mad. Uh, so that's one thing, too, is letting them be able to run around. Depending Again, depending on their age uh, and how your child is wired. But for us, that's something we have to work in is, you know, we have when we're making fast passes of, okay, here's a ride she can do. And then here's one that we can do ride or swap, swap on or depending on who goes with us, how that goes. So, You know, we talk about a lot about our, I'm going to go on a tangent here. We talk a lot about our daughter. Um, just imagine if you would, you know, if you listen to us, imagine Jared in baby form and that's our daughter. I feel like that's some sort of a subtle jab no, at me. That is not a jab. You're very at accurate. All. She's wired very She's much like me. Very much like Jared. So I, I essentially raising my husband <laughs> in a strange way. This is actually pretty true. Um, and how I'm wired is I have to be, I mean, I'm just a type of person I have to do active stuff and well, she's the same just, way. It's just so funny. It's just when I see her do something or respond to certain way, I'm like, wow, you know, like that, that is so, that is so Jared. But anyway, so that's a lot of our, what we're getting from, you know, this, this list is how she is, but it's really how Jared is too. All these rules can apply to me. <laughs> Keep extra snacks for me. I need yeah. nap time. Yeah. Don't keep me in the parks too long. Yeah. Yeah. She also looks just like him. So anyway, I don't know. No, anybody wants to know that, but there it is. It's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, I, on tips, I'm trying to think of anything else that just comes off the top of my head. If there's not, that's fine. There's a ton of stuff we could talk Obviously, about. Those yeah. are our main five that we wanted to cover. Yeah. And you know, the one I think that I th- this sticks out the most, especially when you're dealing with younger kids, is just being flexible. Which can be yeah, hard. exactly. You know, you're paying a lot of money to go to Disney, and you want to fit in as much as you can, and I totally understand it. But it just comes down to if you want to remember Disney World as having a really great time, or if you want to remember Disney World of being, oh my gosh, our child melted down every single day. Um, being flexible and just, you know, certain days they're going to be fine, and if, if you get in the parks by 10 a.m., you're like, oh man, today is going to be one of those days. Uh, you may have to sacrifice a couple things you want to do, you know. Yeah. Got anything else you want to add? That's that's all. I think those are the main ones I wanted to talk about. So, yep, I'm okay. I'm I'm good. Uh, also, let us know in the comments uh, down below if you're on YouTube or you can send us an email to hello at ctmpodcast.com. Anything, any other tips you have that we didn't mention or we just didn't think of, um, you know, because A, other people can get use, usefulness out of it and B, we can too. 
Mm-hmm. So, yep. you know, like I said, we don't know everything. This is the stuff that we've kind of figured out as we've gone along. So, yep. Exactly. All right. Well, if you don't have anything else to add, that's it. I think we'll close it out. So, okay. uh, just a reminder get Diz Dudes on Wednesdays now. So, be sure to check that out. And uh, obviously, our sponsor here is, and if you're uh, thinking about going on a Disney World or Universal vacation, you should definitely check out Capture the Magic Vacations. Uh, they specialize in Disney World and Universal Studios vacation planning and can help you save time, money, and take care of all those must-do booking experiences for your trip. And if you're interested in becoming a travel agent, they're currently looking to expand their team. So head on over to CaptureTheMagicVacations.com backslash magic and see how they can help you plan a great trip. All right, well, that will do it for us today. So thanks for listening. And as Jamie always says... We will see you in the parks. Bye.